We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. So day three, we go out, we get set up, we spot some deer, mm-hmm. we put them to bed, and Kyle and Edon, because Rodney's done, go on a stock. And you guys made a hell of a beautiful stock. So we had four bucks? Four bucks. Four, four bucks. bucks. Four bucks bedded down by themselves. You guys go off on a stock. We get the get the plan together. You guys go off. You go around. We had to go. We had to go all the way around them because they bedded where they could see us. Yeah. On our glassing position. Yeah. From almost a mile away. It was a long. And they were pretty intent on us. That Um, little forky buck was the spookiest little buck I've ever seen in my life. He was spooky. Anyways, so the wind wasn't right for us to come. Go straight at them. To go straight at them. And so we had to go all the way around, mm-hmm. basically make three corners yeah, <laughs> to get to them, which we did, and it turned out great. The wind was, um, I was actually really thankful to have the wind because it made sneaking in pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And we snuck in within 50 yards. Yeah. But the, the, hard, part, the hard part of that, so it, I'm, I'm glassing for you guys, communicating with you guys. And the hard part is that when you guys left, there was four bucks bedded in this bush. Halfway there, about ten does come and crash the party. Yeah, and they busted bust these bucks right out of that bush. And they scared the buck. They scared the little forky horn. Uh, little doe had snuck up the backside of that mound, not knowing that he was there, and he blew out. All them deer blew out. Chaos everywhere. I got fourteen deer. Just going everywhere, and I'm like, hold up, guys, because I have no idea what's fixing to happen here. And we were busy killing rattlesnake. Right. Second movement that I had. (laughs) (laughs) So all these deer, you know, going crazy, and the does just kicked these bucks out of this bush, and then they just went to bed. And I thought these bucks are going to, you know, they just got their mounds stolen, and they're going to go somewhere else. Well, then the bucks go over there and kick the does out. Another explosion. And I'm just like, man, I don't know what's going to happen here. And they went right back to bed. Laid right back down, almost in identical spots. Yeah. And then the does decided, well, we're just going to lay down right here. Boom. And so now, instead of four sets of eyes, you've got 14 sets of eyes. That complicates stuff. Makes it a lot harder. But you were still able... To squeeze right in 50 yards and then decided the best move is to wait for them out. to get up. Because patience is piling up and my strong point. It so. took us two <laughs> hours to get to where we were. Mm-hmm. It took us another hour and a half to wait for them. To wait for them. So... so and, and right here's where I want to bring up. And and not only that, but it was like 80 degrees. Right? Yeah, we're, we're three and a half, four hours into, yeah. into that stock. Yeah. Um, so right here is where the whole hunter courtesy thing we talked about earlier comes in again. So as I'm sitting there watching you guys, and you guys are 50 yards away from these deer, waiting for them to stand up, 
I had a truck drive up. And the second, you can't help it, the second you see somebody coming up, uh, you know, and there's a road that goes around where you guys were uh, past us, and I got real worried because I was like, man, this is going to get blown up for nothing. Yeah. And so when the truck comes by me, I stopped them and I said, hey, you know, you guys mind not going through right now? Because I've got two hunters down here waiting on this buck to stand up. And if you drive on by, you're going to blow it all up. And they were like, oh, heck no. That, that's, that's fine. We'll, he said, do you mind if we just glass off the other direction where you're at? And I said, heck no, man, have at it. I said, you know, we saw some deer back there this morning, but we decided to go after these ones. There's more deer over there. There was I don't a know big I, buck over I don't, there. I don't know. Yeah, and I was more than happy to give him up. Yeah. Because we didn't go after him. Absolutely. So I said, glass over there. There's, there's deer. We saw bucks. You know, I didn't tell him there's a great big one. Um, but I just told him, hey, yeah, have at it, glass over there. And so they did. They they just sit there, and and they glassed off that other side for a while, and they come over there, and I told them, yeah, I said, yeah, these guys are just going to sit there and wait for them to stand up, you know, and then they got out their scopes and their binoculars, and they started watching you guys, you know, just to watch the show. And they sat there with me for about an hour, mm -hmm. you know, because they wanted to go off the hill and drive around down there, but they didn't want to mess you up. That is courtesy. That's courtesy. That's what you should do. That, yeah. Absolutely. And and well, you said that I they were they were so not a ground day listeners. They, they, and they, if they're yes, listening, if you're listening, we appreciate thank you it. Very much. Not being a jackass like the guy exactly. in the four wheeler. Exactly. No, I really appreciate it. You know, it was pretty cool. And they sat there and we chatted. We, you know, we talked. We watched. Um, didn't make a great showing for not a grande. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll let y'all finish off the story. So we, we were waiting for those bucks to stand up, and we decided it was it was my turn to shoot. Um, and finally, those does got up first. Mm -hmm. And you were pretty excited because you're like, oh, you thought the does would leave and, and the bucks would yeah. stay there. Because they didn't – they came separately. They, they came to the party separately. They did, yeah. And <laughs> that was so the that best was, way I can say it. That was my hope originally is that – you guys would get there, and kind of like what we did once um, when you missed that bucket 10 yards, you know? <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. <laughs> um, my hope was that Dedon would set up behind. Yeah. Um, on the ready, like I did for you, mm -hmm. and that Kyle would come around that bush from the east and be able to get a shot because they were all facing me. And... If you didn't get a shot, Dedon would have you covered from the other side. Right. And so when them does got that was up, the, that was the, the way you that was the original were, plan. That was that's how we were plan. set and up. That's why y'all were set up. And when the does started moving out, I thought this is going to work now because Kyle will be able to go ahead and come around. But stupid Forky decided he liked the does, and he got up and moved out, followed the does. And so at that point, I saw him coming out, and I was up on my sticks. And he came out, and I'm like, yeah, I don't really want him. And the second one came out, and I thought, yeah, I might want to get up on him. And then the, the big one of the bunch came out. And I actually put sights on him, and I went, click. Because I had forgotten to pull, your hammer all the way pull my hammer all the way back. It was in a, it was in a half cock. And I go, crap. And so they were moving. They were quartered away, moving um, kind of away from me. 
And so I finally got, I reached, realized what I'd done, reached up and got my hammer cocked. And, and they were not waiting around. They were going. They were moving. They were not trotting, but they no, were No, they were walking. just walking out. And so by the time I got my hammer cocked and got back up, the big one was pretty much out of my range with that primitive, primitive muzzleloader. But the last one that came out of the bush was good. And he was within range. And Dino, we had had all this patience sitting and waiting and waiting. As soon as those bucks that came out, D-Don lost all patience. He goes, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. I don't know if he heard you or if he saw you pull up on him. But no, I, I, when that, I was like, shoot him, Kyle, shoot him, shoot him, Kyle. Right now, Kyle, yeah. please shoot this deer, Kyle. Please, God. Anyways, he pegged on D-Don, and he stopped. But when he stopped, he was behind a bunch of yuccas. All I could see was the very, like, maybe two inches of his back and his neck and his head. And so I just I just held on him. And Dedon said, can you see him? And I said, no, because I didn't have a shot. And the next thing, I was like you, well, next thing I heard was... <laughs> <laughs> if he had taken one more step, he was gone. Yeah. And you guys... For you, but not, not for, for me. But not for Kyle. Because I could see... I'm in the moment. I'm yeah. left for the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, and thinking that my gun, you you know, the night before was shooting low, I aimed over the top of him, mm-hmm. and I pulled the trigger, and he goes went back, everywhere, it, and they right go, over his back, yeah. right over his back, right where I was aiming. Yeah, and so they took off, and I was, I was, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was a mad son of a gun at that point. Yeah, I was you like, was. I, you. Dirty, rotten, Kyle's not, son of a... I Kyle's not a violent guy, but I thought I was fixing to be violent. <laughs> violented upon. <laughs> well, you were violented upon. He force-marched your ass all the way back he did. to the truck. He did. He came in about 40 yards. I was mad. He came in about 40 yards ahead of you, and I'm up there chuckling the whole time because I know exactly what happened. Yeah, when I, I, when I got it. back up, he goes, how, how mad, mad are, are you? <laughs> And he goes, pretty damn. <laughs> I knew it. And I had to sit and live with the tension between you two for about 30 minutes. Well, we got over it, it. It, it. Yeah, you do. It, but I was no, just as embarrassed no. to myself that I missed. Listen, also, I mean, we, we spent in the moment four, four and a half hours on a stock and blew it. In, in the moment, it was Kyle's shot. You thought he didn't have a shot. You thought he couldn't see the deer. You shot. We can blame you for shooting at a deer. That's what we were there for. I want to blame you for shooting. <laughs> <laughs> you um, hate because I'm beautiful. I know. <laughs> but that's that's the that's the that's the beauty of it, though. Kyle can't see what you're seeing. You can't see what Kyle's seeing, and neither one of you can see what I was seeing because I saw every bit of it. Yeah. From where I was at. But so deer gone. Uh, morning number three. Shot after a long stalk and stand. Morning that you and half the afternoon. So, don't want to get into too many details about that evening, but long story short, we ended up going to a place where we could shoot Edon's muzzleloader, and the dude's right on. So, he aimed high on that buck because he thought he was high on that buck, or he thought he was shooting high. So, I thought he was, he was shooting, shooting low. low. So, he aimed high, but shot he was right dead on, him. so he shot right over him. If he'd held dead on, he just dropped that buck. Yep. Yeah. So, and then from there, as 
was another one of those fun things. Uh, you know, don't leave leave deer to find deer. Yeah. We we Deedon had we let because of circumstances we left Deedon's vehicle in Roswell. Yeah. And so he'd gone a night without many essentials. We stopped by Family Dollar and grabbed a few things, but our plan was to swing back through Roswell. So we thought, ah, oh, we'll we'll go and and hunt closer to Roswell. And we did. And we got And that was a bad idea. Horrible. The worst part about it was the thousand mosquitoes. Oh, my gosh. There has been mosquitoes on this entire trip until today. I mean, like, an excessive amount of mosquitoes. ridiculous. Middle of October. 80 degrees. Yeah, 80 degrees during the day and 40 at night. I, I had my hand out the window trying to block the sun just a little bit as we were driving down. And, and I swear about 17 of them landed and were trying to pull me out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Anyways, this area that we decided to go hunt on the way back to, towards Roswell um, was a big, fat bust. A ton of antelope. Only place that ton we've of antelope. been that we saw no, no deer. It's the only segment, and mm-hmm. I call segments of our hunts. You know, we have the morning, we have the evening. Um Unless we're stalking throughout the entire day, which we've done, um, that's the way we do it. Hunt the morning, hunt the evenings, you know, yeah. nap and lunch during the day. But that's the only segment of the hunt that we saw zero deer. Yeah. So, needless so to say, we were we were a little bit disappointed at the end of, of day three. Yeah. Um, went back through Roswell, picked up deed on stuff, uh, came back to Becky and Rogers, regrouped. Mm-hmm. And went out because we had seen, um, you know, and and had such a good stock. On day three, we went back to the same area day on day four, which was today. Mm-hmm. And turns out it was a good thing we did. Bucks ten of them? Was that ten of them this morning? Ten bucks. Ten, this ten morning. bucks this ten, morning. Ten different bucks. And different than the ones we saw yesterday. Yeah. So. So this morning. Um, We were on, on the, deer on, within. Yeah, on the way out this morning, uh, or, or when we got there this morning, to make matters even worse, because uh, we finally knew that Dedon was okay to shoot. It was definitely Kyle's turn. <laughs> 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 but but we knew that Dedon was okay to shoot. We shot his he had shot his muzzleloader. We knew it was okay. We we get up there to our spot. And I don't know what Dion was doing in the truck, but he ends up finding little bitty set a little screw. bitty set screw out of his sights, which totally puts him out of commission again. Mm-hmm. So major bummer. So we spot deer. We put one to bed. Kyle's going to go by himself because I had spent all that time that you guys were stalking behind the glass, and that is a lot of glass time. Eyes were hurting a little bit, so Dion stayed up to help me glass. And... Thank God he did because we spent worked out perfect. eight hours behind the. Well, we spent more than eight, more than eight hours. I mean, we spent two hours first thing in the morning glassing up the deer mm-hmm. and putting them to bed, watching multiple groups before we decided which group we were going to go after. Um, and then and then Kyle takes off to go stalk this buck. Great buck too. Great good buck. Great Real buck. good buck. Um, and and then. You know, we spent a lot of hours behind the glass today, and I'm still a little blurry. Uh, 
without How many fingers of my whole thing, right? <laughs> um, but Kyle, you're you're gonna have to, you know, walk us through your end of this. Uh, well, you yeah, you guys saw everything, so well we did. I just walked all the miles. Yeah. So so Kyle left the truck at eight eight thirty. Eight, I think, probably being fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was glass. We started glassing about six fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. six thirty. Sun something like came that. up at seven. Yeah, the sun so, was so six thirty. Six. Yeah, a little after that, we started glassing. You left about eight eight thirty somewhere in there. Um, Planning on it just being a short, simple stock. Yes. Right. And no then, water. No lunch. No nothing. So so eight thirty to we'll say four thirty. Mm-hmm. Solid eight hours. No water. No nothing. Because it wasn't supposed to turn into what it turned into, and eight stocks, eight stocks. So the, the seventy-two miles on foot. <laughs> the, yeah, the 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 original buck, the original one that he went after, he got three separate stocks on that buck before it was Don Johnson. Yeah, we had bedded down it, the second group. It Houdinied. Yeah, it totally did. Um, there was a second group that we had also put to bed, and we knew where they were at. and set of smaller bucks. Yeah, and, and Kyle had ended up kind of over there in that, that direction after the three stocks on the bigger buck. So after those failed, we well, decided to send them after the bigger one. Yeah. Well, so ba- back so something that you don't know about this. Every time that we would tell you, okay, go here, and then... I'd turn around and get a water and turn around. You'd you were already there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're so freaking fast, dude. Like, very frustrating. Unbelievably fast. If you slow down just a little bit, you might not be so tired. <laughs> <laughs> this is all your no, fault. It's not the speed, it's the miles, boys. It's the miles it's at that speed. The miles. I was feeling good with the speed. It was the miles that was, that was tiring. No, but the, the always, and I don't know, again, I don't know why we're surprised by it, but it never fails to surprise me at how, because we look from a high point. Yep, we're on mm-hmm. top of the mesa. And things look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And once you get down in it. So different. Oh, it all goes away. So, so, so there are certain There are certain times where, where it's fairly easy, like, the day before GPS, Kyle. Yeah, you, you find a good if you can find a good landmark, Very it makes it makes it easy. Most of that is dunes and green mesquite, and so when they say, "Do you see that green bush in front of you?" <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. See, from us, from from our vantage point. Okay. They they look yeah. distinctive up there. They they are. They they do. They they I, it looks like okay, there's a green bush to your left, there's a green bush in front of you and a green bush on your right. If you You're walk idiot. Green Why can't you see this? You, and just over that and to the right is the green bush he's in. But you it all it looks like one great big green bush to you down there. Yeah. You can't distinguish the separate bushes. No. And it's and and the so the topography like what what looks like oh it's just a little rise could be yeah. a five six foot dune yeah. and 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 the hard part is you were never stalking directly away from us no every time you were either going to from our right to our left or our left to our right or towards us 
and it's very, very hard to do that. If you're going and just directly away, it's very easy. Mm-hmm. Because I can tell you, you know, 1 o'clock, one thirty, mm-hmm. you know, 11 o'clock. But when you're going side to side, I can't tell you that stuff. And so it becomes very, very hard. And everything, whenever we're up there on top looking down on, on you, you can't tell if that's 30 yards or 10 yards. Distance is impossible Or 60 yards. There, it's impossible. I mean. It's so hard to tell, you know. Because I'm like, so in the end what I was I decided is, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him that I think it's shorter than it is. Because... All right, I think that buck's at 80 yards. So I would tell you, he's 50 yards out. Because that slows you down, makes you pay attention to everything right in front of you. And I know you're also looking beyond. But if I tell you, he's 100 yards out there, and he ends up being 75, you're going to stumble right into him and not be prepared. So I just started telling you everything's short. Mm-hmm. You know, He's closer than he really is. And then you had to go further than you thought. But that's okay, because you're going super slow and steady and all of that stuff. So that's what I started doing, is just shortening the distances because i couldn't tell yeah it's just so hard to tell yeah and i and again uh, every green green bush looks the same down yeah. there yeah yeah um, so we brought him in we brought him in the same same track that kyle and i walked the day before so af- after the three stocks on the on the bigger buck <coughs> the first one i don't know what happened other than rodney thinks i was because i was moving so fast i was too close to him and he heard me before you got me stopped well, so that was the thing i thought it was 100 yards yeah and that's what i told you he's he's 100 150 yards and you took like three steps and you were like five steps from me and i was like that was no 150 yards what was he when he jumped up maybe 30 yards maybe 30 See, yards Kyle said he was 100 yards when he saw me well and i said he had to have snuck out a ways before yeah. you saw him because he was right on top of you. Yeah. And so that was judged. Once you get close, I can tell because we can judge your height. We, yeah. Okay, you're this tall. It, I, I can't. I know you, can't, you guys can't <laughs> see me. On the, on the video, <laughs> Rodney is laying his <laughs> vertical versus horizontal <laughs> three times. Yeah. So, <coughs> you know, if you do that and then you, you start to get some. But when you, So when you get close. So when that buck got up, the very first stock, when he got up, he was no more than 30, 40 yards from you. Yeah, and I saw him. I didn't see him until was I, I was looking around because, you know, they were telling me, you're busted, you're busted. I was looking around. I didn't see him until he was moving south about 150, 200 yards to the west of me. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so he got up, and he went north. Mm-hmm. He went north away from you for 50, 60 yards and then circled around you. So there was a lot he, of circling. When you saw him, he was going <laughs> south. Yeah. But he moved out 50, 60 yards north first. And then bedded. Well, then he made a circle. Yeah. And he and bedded. bedded. And we stalked him in there and he blew him out. And he, there was another buck in there. He went and laid down with another buck that we never saw. So when he blew out the second time, there was two bucks. And again, went to another this is the, area. the difficulty. From where they were watching, guiding me in, I ended up. He, they kept saying he's right in front of you, and I ended up. And he, he busted. I was almost parallel with him when he busted on my right hand side. Yeah, about thirty yards. And so that's 
where where the difficulty is because he couldn't exactly tell me where he was. Yeah, they go behind a bush and then you don't you don't see them come out, so you know they're in that you know in that thirty something odd. But so the big we blew the big buck out. You, we we bring you over to this group. Uh, when we the, knew the some does had moved in mm-hmm. there, and there was four bucks there. We could the see same ten does from the day before. We could see. <coughs> Excuse me. In this area, that's all we could see was one day. And so we were trying to bring Kyle into that. Well, as he's coming in, he's, he's what was he, maybe 50 yards, 60 yeah. yards from that buck when he stood up, Kyle? Well, he doesn't know because no. deer went everywhere. I was, I was probably 80 yards from, from the buck that you guys could see. But when I got to within 30, I three, see off to my big bucks in front of me mm-hmm. um, in the bush on the other side and so i'm thinking now oh, i'm gonna he stalk in and he was that that bush was probably 80 yards from here but as i'm stalking in all of a sudden i see three heads pop up out of a mesquite over here and i go oh crap <laughs> <laughs> those deer were scattered everywhere yeah and right. they blew out and they went to the west around in front of the buck that you guys saw mm-hmm. And he blew up, and he came back around. Actually, he came within probably forty yards of me, and I tried to, you know, try to get him to stop, and he just kicked into another gear and was gone. Yeah. There was no way I was getting a shot on him. We saw deer go everywhere, and and me and Dieter are yelling at each other. Which one you got? I got. I got. What are you? What are you looking at? I don't know. What are you looking at? <laughs> Stay on that buck. I'm not on a buck. <laughs> <laughs> those those deer probably ran 800 I, yards, I have no a idea. mile. I, well, I don't know. so no idea so as soon as that buck goes by me, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And then I see another buck stand up over here, and so I swing around try to get on him, and poof, he goes. Yeah. And that that was actually the buck that I ended up killing. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, we like I said, we had deer going everywhere. I didn't know what Dino was looking at. He didn't know what I'm looking at. Finally, four bucks grouped up together, mm-hmm. and we were like, "Dino's got. I got four bucks. Okay, where are they?" So we both got on them, and we're both watching them because we didn't want to lose them. And so we watched these four bucks. We watched them go all the way around and make a big old circle, kind of over there, where With the, the big buck, big buck, where, where he started, first, yes. kind, of, kind of in that vicinity, and so. We saw them bed. When you're trying to watch four deer, it's very hard because two had bedded in this area. They go into an area, and some of them don't come out. So we knew two bucks bedded. We got a buck on the left and a buck on the right. And I said, okay, the buck on the left just bedded down. I can see him. And I look over there where the buck on the right was, and he's gone. So I know he bedded. I know he bedded right there somewhere. But I don't. I can't see him. Yeah. So I can see the one buck. So we get you <laughs> to come I in. I think. I think I looked at my watch. Mm-hmm. Once all those deer blew out of there, because we had planned a nap and some right. lunch. So I looked at my watch. You know, going, dang, I wish I had some lunch. Right. We never had. You didn't even have any water with you. I didn't even have water with me. Um, and it was twelve thirty when those bucks blew out of there. Wow. That's crazy. So, since we put him back to bed, and Kyle's already out there, this is well, this is total stock number five for Kyle. Yes, 
This is stock number five. So he goes from where he blew them out. We walk him in the direction. We get him over there. We're bringing him in. And me and Didon had told each other, we feel really good about this one mm -hmm. because we've got a very good idea of where everything is. We've got a very good idea of where we're bringing you in from. Good idea of the wind. Good idea of the terrain. And we really thought that this one was going to work perfect. And so we bring you in and... We wanted to bring you west of that big dune that you ended up shooting from. Yeah. He couldn't go west. Mm -mm. Couldn't get around it. So he's coming. Well, I couldn't get around it because the wind, the wind, uh, what I wouldn't have given for some good steady wind today. Um, but <clears throat> the wind started out of the northeast. Mm -hmm. As the morning went on, it blew from the north. And then it blew from the northwest. And then it blew from the west, and then it blew from the southwest, and then it went back to the west, and then it went back to the northwest. And so whenever I, throughout all this, I was trying to play the wind, uh, not very successfully, um, but when I was coming in to that stock, that sixth, fifth, sixth, fifth stock, when I was coming into that stock, the wind was almost directly out of the west. I could feel it. I was moving directly north. I mm -hmm. could feel it on my right cheek. And so I couldn't go around that dune to the west because the, I'd have been totally gone, yeah. with, the, gone with the gone wind. Gone with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I couldn't go west. And so my next best, because where, the, where, they, where you guys told me those bucks were, yeah, and I just told you, either go west or go up. Yes. And so I decided to try and go over the dune. Well, that was difficult because the dune was so steep and so st so sandy and covered with mesquite. And so doing that quietly and slowly is almost impossible. And so as I, as I started to crest over that dune, I hear, you know, yeah. And then I was looking through the mesquite on the top of the dune, and I could see one buck still standing there looking. And as he started, he didn't blow out. He just started to kind of walk or trot off. And as he did that, I hurried up to the top of the dune, and I drew a bead on him, and he went out of sight, and he came back in sight, and he was pretty hard quartered away from me, and he was probably about... 105 to 110 yards from me mm -hmm. and I shot and I heard the whop I saw him hump up and he didn't just absolutely run he just he, he, just he jumped and he kind of trotted off <laughs> and this the is, funny thing was you guys is, were yeah, watching this is one of my favorite parts so I didn't even think you were going to shoot um, I thought everything was too far away but again that distance you can't judge it so they blew out in two groups, and there was three, three that and went one. way ahead, and mm -hmm. the one was behind. And Dedon was telling me, there's one still there, let him know. I, I'm not going to be able to let you know because you're in watch mode. So I was looking at that. I panned back from the three, back to the one, as Dedon was telling me that, and I'm looking at this deer. And you're so far away from us. What, what, what did you 
Green did you met? Nine hundred yards. No, no, he 1200 was fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred yards, 1500 yards, yards away from us. Mm -hmm. So you're almost a mile away from us. Well, I was so, probably over a mile, so, given given the terrain. Yeah. Sure. So I'm looking at this buck, and I see this buck hump up real bad. I mean, he just real humped up, hit the ground, stumbled, and then kind of started trotting away. One of those slow. I hurt. I hurt trots, yeah. and I knew he was hit. And I told Didon, he shot him, he shot him, he hit him. He hit that buck, watched that buck, he hit him. Keep and your eyes I, on him. Keep your I, eyes on him. Then I thought to myself, I haven't heard the shot. Why haven't I heard the shot? And I was like, man, that was a long time. I mean, it was a, it was absurdly the, a long time. It was, it was probably yeah, it was crazy. four full seconds, no crazy. joke. From the time he yeah. was like, he shot, till we heard the report. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really long and time. And Dedon kept asking me, you know, because the, the, the way the deer was walking and stuff, he just didn't look hit, mm -hmm. you know. But he, he kept asking me, are you certain? I was like, dude, I'm 100%. Because I saw that deer shot long before I ever knew Kyle shot. I mean, I knew that you'd hit that buck because I watched him hump up. It wasn't, I didn't flinch. And be like, oh, yeah, you hit him. You know how you are. Mm -hmm. When you shoot, you automatically think, yep, I shot, so I hit him. That's what we all do. I knew he was hit because I watched him without the advantage of hearing a shot. Yeah. Without, without the distraction, whatever you want to call it. I saw him hump up and then go away without hearing a shot. I didn't see you shoot. I didn't see the smoke from the rifle. None of it. I just saw the deer hump up and then start going off. And at first, that's how he was moving. He was moving like he was hit. And, and he was. So we knew. So I, I, he went behind a mound and then disappeared. And again, the terrain, it just baffled him. Because I, I told Dedon, I'm not moving from this mound. You watch to the right. I'm not moving off of this mound. I'm going to stay here. I called you. I said, I got where he went behind. You walk towards him, and I will let you know when you come into my field of view. Because I wasn't moving. I was glued, staying right there. When he never came out, Dion says, I got a buck. I thought you'd shot the little one. And I said, is it the little one? He said, no, it's a bigger one. I said, that's not him. He shot the little one. And so I said, I'm staying on the mound. He said, I'll stay on this deer. So he stayed on that buck. I stayed on the mound. You got to the mound. No deer's there. <clears throat> I said, Dion, that's got to be it because. Yeah, so I went, and just, I, went and looked, I, went, I went and looked for blood. No blood. I thought because of the way he humped up, I'd probably hit him a little bit back. I generally don't like to shoot my primitive muzzleloader more than 100 yards because I'm shooting a round ball in a patch, and after 100 yards, I get a little squirrely. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> I was I was afraid I might have hit him a, a little far back, and and when we finally found him, I did. I hit him yeah. pretty far back. You did. Um, so there wouldn't have been any blood. And... Uh, Anyways, you guys watched him move off. There, there would have been some blood, but you shot him on the left-hand side. Yes. On the right-hand side, later, um, I was looking at him through the spot scope, and Dedon kept asking me, I mean, are you sure he was hit? Are you sure he was hit? I then saw through the spotting scope, I told Dedon. He said he's, he's got, got a spot. on the right-hand side. He's got, a, he's got a hole there. I can see it in the spotting scope. And 
the funny part is when we gutted that deer, that bullet was lodged under his hide, and that's what on I the offside. On the mm-hmm. offside, yeah. that's what I could see. Was that little that with that spotting scope at freaking mile away, <laughs> I could see that spot on his side, and I told Dion right where it's at. Mm-hmm. I said, "That's that's his exit wound. That's it. It didn't come out. It lodged under the skin, but it puffed that hair up right there with yeah. it, with it lodged to under the skin. To make it look like an exit out of there, looked like an exit wound." Turns out that's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And it, just like you said, he, he was gut shot. We didn't know what to do. We, we watched him bed. Yep. He, he went out <coughs> maybe three, 400 yards, yeah. bedded up. Yeah. So we waited on him and kind of gave him some time to get sick and die. Yeah. We, and we gave him a little bit. We gave him a little bit. If he, because like I said, I thought I hit him a little bit back. And so if he'd been liver shot, we gave him enough time to die. Yes. At that point, we had a conversation. Should I go after him? Should I, should I not? And we decided we'd given him enough time. If he'd been liver shot, he would be laying dead. If he had not, if we let him stay there any, more lo- any longer, he'd turn septic and we wouldn't recover. And so I decided that I was going to go after him. Yeah. And so num- stock number six. Six. Stock number six. I went after him, and um, and we knew the exact bush. I knew the exact knew bush the exact he was story. in, and I stalked him, and he he just busted he, out. He did. He busted out at Mach ten. Well, no, when he first came out of there, he was just walking, and he walked for a quarter of a mile. Yeah, just walking. That's right. Um, but then. Something happened. Don't know. Well, I think he looked over his shoulder and saw Kyle, maybe, because he just decided, yep, time to get out of here. And he just started trotting off. And that's when I saw the spot on, on his side. Um, and that's and, what. And we were watching him. He had his mouth open. He wasn't mm-hmm. bleeding out of his mouth. Nope. His mouth open, his tongue hanging out. We're like, he's toast. He's, he's going to buckle up. And he just kept running and kept, kept running and kept running. Not. And then he would slow down to an extremely fast walk, but always steady pace, mm-hmm. going away. He looked like he was humped up to me. Like, you know, he had that arch in his back a little bit. I never thought that. Uh, he, I never thought he looked hit. Yeah, I know. Other than the spot that yeah. you could see, yeah. but no blood. No blood. Just the spot where the bullet mm-hmm. was underneath the skin. Mm-hmm. And I was 100% positive that he was shot. I didn't know how good. I didn't know where. But I was 100% positive he was shot. Because uh, I'm the one that watched him hump up, mm-hmm. you know, from our vantage point. But he, he goes off into another spot, and he walked <coughs> off into an arroyo. And at this point, we lost him because he never comes out. So we decided, me and Dion decided that we were going to send Kyle back in there one more time. And he was Kyle was either going to find that deer and they're dead, or it was going to be gone. He would have gotten that arroyo. That arroyo was 20 feet deep. We would have never seen him come yeah. out. Yeah, and, and we never did. We never could see anywhere. I didn't figure for the life of me he'd just go down to bed in the bottom of that arroyo. Yeah. Um, so I go over there, and they're guiding me in again. Stock number seven. Stock, Stock number, number seven. seven. And there's a tall bush where he went in, and then there's another bush, pretty tall bush, on the other side of the arroyo, and there's a cow trail through this arroyo. And so... I was watching 
that tall bush on the other side because I figured he'd be bedded there watching his back trail. And he wasn't. I snuck in. He wasn't there. So I go down this t cow trail into this arroyo, and there, there's a cut bank on my right-hand side, and it comes in a kind of a crescent moon, and then there's a little point that comes down where that cow trail, in between where that cow trail is and where the arroyo comes through. And at that point, you know, Rodney's words are coming through. Either he's dead there or he's gone. And so I'm looking down, looking for track. I didn't even have my rifle up at that point because uh, I should have, but I didn't. Um, I'm looking for track to see which way he went up or down the arroyo. And as I do, I come around the point of that cut bank, and he's five yards to my right and behind me and I see him stand up in my peripheral and then he's gone over the next little hill up the arroyo. <clears throat> so I run up the other side, other bank of the arroyo. I get on my shooting sticks and I've got a, you know, I got him at about a hundred, probably 115 yards and he's, he's moving. He never, he never stops and never gives me a shot, but I, I can see him. And he keeps going, going, going. And at this point, I look up at you guys because I'm a lot closer to where our glassing point was. And I can tell that you see him too. And so I'm like, okay, we've got to begin. <laughs> it's like, we've got to oh be my close. Gosh. All right. <laughs> He's got to be dead by now. And so uh, he, goes, he goes east up, in, up along the hill. And Rodney tells me, just go due south, because he, he goes east and then he turns south. And I, at that point, I just started booking it. I was just mm -hmm. I was running, trying to get out ahead of him, because I thought he would turn back to the west and come back down the hill. Um, that's what I was anticipating. That's what I was anticipating. So I was hoping to get in front of him to get a shot at him. And he didn't. <laughs> No, no, he, <laughs> he didn't. Right straight he, for the he, truck. Yeah, he came right straight for the truck. He kept coming east, up towards He's us. Like, please we, God, we like lost somebody some kill really me. Really tall brush. We could only see his head, mm -hmm. and and then he. Thick I was brush. giving you instructions on where to go. And Dion lost him in the brush, and Dion decides to walk up the ridge to have a different angle, and sure enough, spots him. We thought standing. I, I thought he was standing. Absolutely. You thought he was standing. thought he was standing there looking at us, just the, the angle, you know. And so I go over there, and I told Dedon, go get your rifle. Go, go get your muzzleloader because Kyle, we'll bring Kyle around this side, and this deer's got one direction to go because he ain't coming up. Mm -hmm. He's got one direction to go. You need to be down there and ready. I know you can't shoot. I told him, I know worried about your rifle but don't shoot unless he's inside of 50 because at that point he should be just fine um but go get it and get ready so he does and he's getting down there and i bring you around and this was agonizing for me it physically hurt me to watch this <laughs> okay yeah, not that you were doing anything wrong it's that you were standing on his tail I know. <laughs> I mean, it was so I mean, close. You were so freaking close. And 
so the brush was there there it looked like this brush was like hand cut it, it was, was a in fence a line perfect, after we got down yeah. there. No, well, but it was a perfect was a fence line. line. Where he was, it was it was a cut because it was a cut bank. Yeah, but it was a perfect line, and but you can't see that from up there. Yeah, no. it looks like he's standing on the edge of this brush. Yeah, but he's actually on the cut bank because you lose all the depth yeah, in the glass. You lose, you lose it, and so it looks like he's standing there, right on the edge of this cut, right on the edge of this cut row of brush. And, and you're like, he can why take, doesn't he see him? And he can take off at any minute. <clears throat> and you're so close and going through such thick brush, I'm like, this deer is going to bolt any minute now. I didn't know which way he was going to go. I didn't know if Dedon was in position. I was worried if you were shooting towards Dedon because I sent Dedon down the hill and then I brought you further up than I thought you were going to have to get. All this crap's running through my head. And it was agonizing. Just painful. <laughs> I hurt. And also my eyes hurt. Because I'm standing there staring at you, dear, you, dear, you, dear. I hurt. Because my eyes have been looking through the set of binoculars nonstop for two days. It was painful. Literally um, 16 hours at and that I, point. And, and, and so watching you as yeah. you were that close and and very deliberate in the way you would have your muzzleloader on your shooting sticks... And you would look down, lift everything, slide your shooting sticks down over the next branch, and lean over. <laughs> and then take a step, lift your shooting sticks and your muzzle loader, slide it over the next branch. <laughs> All while 10 feet away from this deer. But what were you? 30 yards. 30 30, yards. 33 yards. Yeah, see, for me, it looked like you were about 10. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have guessed you I inside was, 15. I was without like even. going like... Yes, just, oh I'm God. waving at him, giving him hand signals, <laughs> some inappropriate. <laughs> Sitting there thinking, like, why the heck well, is Dean on dancing? So here's the I thing. was, man. I was going I, ballistic. I couldn't tell the depth if he was above you, below you. Uh-huh. I couldn't tell. And I was like, how can he not see this deer? Um, and because he was laying down. He was Well, he yeah. was laying and down. He was in him. a cut bank. And you could see him. Mm-hmm. You just couldn't see enough to shoot. No. And of course. So as... He brings me up, and I, I can, I can see where he's looking. Rodney's looking down mm-hmm. at the deer, but I can't see the deer. And he keeps saying, you know, he 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 was telling me that did, deer's did, on the okay. left hand side of and, and, that and whole did you, brush. Did you understand the hand signals I was giving you? Because like I was to go, yeah, 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 you know. And then when you got dead even uh, with him, I went, yeah. Right there. Yeah, I, I did. I, and then I also told you, keep going right, because you can't shoot him from there. Yeah, no, I did. And that's but why that, that I was like, was, I couldn't see him. That deer was 230 yards from Rodney yeah. from the top of the hill. Whenever yeah. I left, I ranged him, and I was like, I mean, this deer has went, I don't know, had to have been eight miles. miles. I mean, it was, I it was two miles. miles. It was a long way. Long ways. Anyways, um, I could, yeah. You you said well, he's on the left hand side of the of the of the oak brush, and I, I was looking up the hill to the oak brush that was closer to you, and I was like, well, there's no line there where he would be on the left hand side, so I thought he's got to be here, and so I started inching my way through the mesquite and the oak brush behind him, and the whole time he's intently watching you. Yeah, he's watching he's, you guys. He, he's just like, what's that dude doing? And I see through the mesquite, I can see his antler. And one of his ears. I'm like, oh, I got him. Okay. Problem was, up until that point, 
I'd had a pretty clear path through the brush. At that point, I was as far up against the brush I could, as I could get without pushing through brush to get into a shooting position. And so I just kept looking around like, crap, where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? Where am I going to go? And so at that point, I was like, well, I've been this patient. And so that's when I started just moving everything just ever so slightly through the brush, over the brush, and I would move a leg, and I would scoot it along in the sand so I didn't break any branches until I felt a branch on my ankle, which is extremely hard to do with snake boots. Mm -hmm. And whenever I felt a branch on my ankle, I would lift my leg until I felt it clear, and I'd step over it very gingerly until I could tell that there was absolutely was nothing <laughs> under my boot. But I was pushing, I was having to push through the brush, and I finally got to a point after about what seemed like an eternity. It was probably only, I don't know, four or five minutes. Mm -hmm. But I finally got to a point where I was at the edge of the brush, and I was peeking around the mesquite that I could see him through, and I, I got a good glimpse of his head and neck. And I couldn't tell where his body was. And so I took one more step into the brush. And I could lean far enough that I could see his body. I could see he was bedded. And so I put put my front sight on his shoulder. Um, or what I thought was his shoulder. And I shot him. Yeah. And that was a good hit. It was. It was. Uh, he was. So he was like laying almost directly in line with you. Mm -hmm. And so what I thought was a shoulder actually was his rib cage kind of poking out. And so I hit him far back on that. And um, it, it went in and it got long and all that. So yeah, he jumped up, ran up the cut towards me about yeah. five yards yeah. and then collapsed. Yeah. So when, it, when you, I was amazed that he ran towards you and, and I, when he, when he first took off, I thought he's gonna just gonna go running over. Just, Quit chasing me, Kyle! Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he ran up. I'm gonna you attack him like, because oh he. I'm gonna attack but, him because he yeah, won't leave me alone. I'm <laughs> sure he thought that was me uh, because he was running away from me because yeah. he could see me. He had no clue that you were there that time. Um, and and then so after that we had to cut beat on gutted him. After that, I got some water, and that was right. fantastic. That's <laughs> <laughs> very Because nice. it was, I looked at my watch again, and it was 4.30 when we started to gut him. Yeah. And Dina gutted him, and then we put him on a pack, and you hold his we entire put him Put him on a pack hole, and we went up the hill. Head, hide, horns, everything all except four for guts. Quarters, which except for the guts, which left us with about an hour and a quarter to try and find deed on a deer, which we were unable to do. We found him a deer. It just we did. wasn't a buck. It wasn't a buck, <laughs> and it wasn't anywhere close to us. No. <laughs> um, so, but an amazing, amazing hunt. Great hunt. Oh man, this this one is definitely one for the record books. Yeah, yeah. Today's hunt was watching Kyle stalk all day long back and forth in all kinds of different circles and figure eights and trapezoids and who the zoids and all that stuff was 
my eyebrows entertaining hurt so I know, right? bad. I mean, right on my eyebrows yeah. from being in glass that long right. day. I got, I'm pretty sure myself. Um, Kyle did all the work, and I hurt more than he does. <laughs> I, well, I, I hurt. I, I, I bet that's today. I bet tomorrow that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, tomorrow I'll feel better, and he that might not. They, that hill that he climbed mm-hmm. was... With that deer on his back? Oh, my God. Got to gotta finish your job, man. Finish the job. And I'm, I'm, really, I'm just really glad that we were able to follow him and... and Finish him off because I had gut shot him and farther back than I intended. Um, and so grateful that we could we could harvest that animal and be able to use him. I, yeah. ha- I hate wounding something and then not recovering it. I hate wounding something and then being in pain in the first place. Thankfully, round balls don't do a lot of damage going through. We only found like a small hole on either side of the guts. Uh, which means he would have taken a long, long, long time to die. So um, I was very persistent in that endeavor simply because I hate to to let an animal go to waste. Yeah. So that was that was pretty much my driving force. Yeah. That and stupidity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure determination, man. It was it was impressive to watch. It, it, it's real neat. You know, I got to watch you guys um, do that yesterday. Um, it, it It's a neat thing to get to watch a deer stock, especially from that vantage point. It's, it's really cool. And it changes, especially when you go down, you know, because we, each time we ended up having to go down there to get recovered gear or the, or, you know, well, we didn't have to go down to recover the deer. We carried it out and then drove down there to get your gear. Well, the gear was an accessible place. Yes. The deer kind of Yeah, the wasn't. deer was not. Um, it was actually easier to haul him up than it would have been to haul him in any other direction. Yeah. But it is really cool to watch that. Uh, and it's so... Sometimes I think being on the stock yourself is a little bit more calming because you're kind of in control. Yeah, you know well. what's going on. You know, you you're, you're you, you don't have the sight that I have. You can't see what I can see, uh, but you're in control. You're doing your thing. Where when you're sitting up there, man, it can it, be nerve wracking. You're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? So fun. It was it was emotional. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you, it's so Eight exciting, times. and then you're like, oh, well, we fell damn, we fell asleep on stock number three. Uh, both of us did, and <laughs> we were so tired, and we ended up in the truck, glassing out the front window. Uh, D-Don was burning up because he was sitting in the sun. I was freezing because I was sitting in the shade, and we had a breeze th- blowing through there, and that's the ridiculousness of the temperature. Um, and I was, I, was, I was watching you head to the location. And I had the binoculars in front of my face. My eyes hurt. And I thought, I'm going to close my eyes. I asked d Dedon, you got him? Yep, I got him. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes for a minute. But I'm not going to move my binoculars. And I was like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what I, did I miss? I nodded off just for a minute. Once you got there, I was awake. But I think intermittently, both me and Dedon took a, took a few little... Well, there's the answer. Second, that's, that's, how they, that's how they slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he was... No. He was... 
He, he I think was, he slipped out before. He there. slipped out. There was yeah. there's some big dunes that stopped. you guys never saw. He, he so. never stopped. Yeah. He, he went right through there. We didn't see him come out because we couldn't see the other side. Yeah. Uh, like we thought we could. And he so was that's, he that's was a he Yeah. He was a good one. He slipped right out. But um, you know that's all right because you got the other one. Um, got a couple of deer in the freezer this year. That's good. Um, hopefully we got. So what do we got? We got another. Barbary hunt for uh-huh. me and you. We've got uh, Magdalena's deer hunt. We've got our hunt it forward hunts. Uh-huh. So we've got some more hunting to do this year. But um, unsuccessful on antelope, unsuccessful on elk, successful as hell on the deer. Very fun hunt. Super fun. Love this hunt. Absolutely. And with that, I am tired and I need to go to bed. This might be y'all's longest podcast. This nope. is, it's been a long one. It's a long one, but that we've had longer. Really? Adios, guys. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.